Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we... Are are... you feeling the heat? Yeah, big time. (laughs) It's going right down my chest right now. Yeah, we uh, we went to the liquor store. Oh my gosh, let, let me tell you about this liquor store, too. So, it, it's the coolest thing. So, I, I love doggies. Um, well, we both love doggies a lot. Um, especially me, though. But, <laughs> um, so we walk into this liquor store, and there's this cute little Shih Tzu dog that works there. Named Molly. And her name's Molly. <clears throat> and... Uh, so we walk in and we, we well, buy Well, she has two jobs. Oh, that's right. Sometimes she's a greeter uh-huh. and sometimes she works at the cash register. Yeah. yeah. Like on the counter. They put her on the counter of the cash register. Yes. So, um, you know, we're telling her how cute she is and petting her and everything. And and then the, the owner was like, Molly, get over here and do your job. And so um, she runs our credit card and then she hands the credit card to Molly and Molly brings it back to yeah, me. Yeah, Molly brings it back to, to to Seth. And then after that, she gives him a high five. Yeah, she'll put her paw up because she wants you to give her a high five. It's so freaking cute. Oh. The coolest liquor store experience ever. Yeah. Okay. And they have like the booze we like cheaper. Yeah, a lot cheaper. With a huge selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. So, long story short, we got a new bottle. Yeah, well, I, you know, we're huge Bullet fans. Mm-hmm. And... I love all the bullet whiskey. We've drank the the bullet bourbon on here. We've drank the bullet rye whiskey. We've had the the bullet barrel strength, which was probably the strongest, strongest whiskey one, I've yeah. had. And then I just kept seeing on there, you know, I follow them on Instagram and all that, and they had this 10-year aged whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I kept seeing the bottle. I'm like, man, that's cool. I haven't seen that. And the one place that we would go to that seemed to have the other kinds never had it, so... I was like, oh, I don't know if we'll ever get that. But they had they had it there, and it was like 10 bucks cheaper, and the yeah. barrel strength was 10 bucks cheaper or like 12 bucks cheaper. Uh-huh. And, and so this is the 10-year-aged bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. And it's like the barrel strength is dark. This is lighter. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It it's is. what we had at the party, or what I was drinking. It was what? I... I wasn't drinking. I was drinking. No, the... it's not. Wait. Was it this or the barrel? No, I took the barrel strength. Oh, yeah. You took the barrel strength. I this didn't is drink just the what barrel. we drank on Thanksgiving, what I was drinking on Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hope everyone had a had a good Thanksgiving, too. We did. We had a really, really nice day. With uh, Went over to Seth's mom's house, and um, she cooked all the food. We made a couple pumpkin pies and stuff. Mm-hmm. and Deep fried a turkey. Yeah, yes. Deep fried yeah. deep fried turkey is the best turkey ever, and we will never go back Go back to the regular yeah. oven cooked turkey. We have, we have an idiot-proof fryer, mm-hmm. pretty much, and we, we have a favorite Thanksgiving movie that we watch every year, Yeah, and it's Son-in-Law mm-hmm. with Polly Shore. It's yeah, hilarious. It is. Oh, yeah, it's a good So one. we watched that, and then we watched a bunch of just Thanksgiving episodes from TV shows. sitcoms and yeah. stuff like that for the rest of the day, and mm-hmm. just had three or four meals, and we took a walk. Yeah. Well, we went and worked well, out we worked in the out morning, first. which was uh-huh. nice. 
And then so we didn't feel so bad eating so much. And uh-huh. yeah, it was a really good day. It flew by. Yeah, it went by really fast. I didn't want to eat the next day at all. Uh-huh. It was rough. Yeah, and so this the this weekend we set up the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, see it in the, back. the yeah, the viewers can see it on on YouTube, but if you're uh, listening to us on SoundCloud or iTunes, um, you're gonna have to check it out on on YouTube and see our pretty tree. <laughs> yeah, we're those people that wait until after Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> to do anything Christmas. Yeah. I know this is a heated debate. And it seems like it's getting more and more heated every year. Uh-huh. But I think there's three groups. I think there's, as soon as Halloween's over, mm-hmm. there's that group that, and all you all, you don't have, you don't know what patience is. <laughs> part part of my, and you're probably the same people that when you were kids, you snooped around the house looking to see what your parents got you because uh-huh. you just had to know that that's who I think you are. <laughs> and you're probably the same type of people that when you became an adult, you were like, oh, I can eat my ice cream for breakfast. I can oh, do whatever I, I want. Yeah. And you have that attitude. And I'm being very generalistic <laughs> right now. But you don't know what anticipation is. Uh-huh. You don't know how to how to hide. I don't ever want to know. Even as a child, I didn't want to know what my presents were going to be. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. It ruins fun. it. It ruins it. Yeah, it was so much fun waiting. And and I, I hear some people in that group that are like, oh, no, we just we just can't be, wait to be filled with the Christmas spirit. I, and I'm, I'm calling BS on most of them. <laughs> Because they aren't. But now, I will take those people any day of the week over the new wave of I hate Christmas people. Yeah, I don't get that at all. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hope you I get mean... a big fat lump of coal <laughs> for acting that way. I know. People that hate Christmas music and hate Christmas and hate decorations. And, and the only way I would buy that is if you have a bunch of friends that are like the first group of people I just talked about. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. But... And then I think the other group is kind of the ones that wait till December first. Yeah. Once it's December, and, and so. So we wait till. It was a little after weird this year because Thanksgiving was early, uh-huh. and so it still kind of felt like we still have a full <laughs> week of November left mm-hmm. until December. So eh, felt kind of weird, but we, uh, we made the mistake of, of going out Black Friday and buying some Christmas decorations, that wasn't and then a we mistake. we got a new tree this year. Yes. And yes. So we're very happy with it. It's so pretty. Um, I know. And we love Christmas. We absolutely love it. I mean, we are the type of people that once, you know, Thanksgiving is over, we turn on the Christmas music. Yep. Right all away. the time. Yeah. That's all we'll listen to in the uh-huh. car. That's what, if we don't if we don't have the TV on or we're cleaning or whatever, it's playing. Mm-hmm. I got, you know, a thousand songs on, on iTunes or whatever yeah. blasting. And, uh-huh. and then we always wear... Christmas yeah. attire during the whole season, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's sad when it's over. <laughs> yeah, and you got to wait a whole year. Yeah, and uh, I'm, like last year or the last couple years when I was working at a property, the girls that I worked with were not into Christmas at all, and it sucked. Mm-hmm. I hated it, and they were like, "Oh, they would get so irritated that I would want the Christmas music on." I'm like, "Come on, guys! Like, don't be." So witchy. Don't be some Scrooges and Grinches. <laughs> yeah. And, well, even the Grinch ends up loving Christmas. Yeah, turn it around. So does Scrooge. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, yeah. Turn yeah. it around. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, and I, we were, you, because I made the comment the other day that it seems like it's almost the cool thing to hate Christmas now. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, I think the other, it's the cool thing to set up for Christmas way early. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And so those two people just... I know. I, I don't get... F-O-H. <laughs> F out of here. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but since we're still in November... Yes, we, we're still in November. <clears throat> and we, we've been kind of talking about it throughout the month, um, just amongst each other. Um, every Every November, you see a lot of people out there doing the No Shave November, especially the guys, I would say, with with their beards and everything. And I think that the initial concept and meaning of the No Shave November is is really good. But I think that some people, or a lot of people, maybe take it <laughs> Well, so what's extreme. the original? So the original uh, meaning of it is to raise cancer awareness and grow your hair as wildly and freely as you want <laughs> and um to not shave because well you know because cancer patients can't don't have hair mm-hmm. and yeah but wouldn't it be the opposite wouldn't you like want to shave all your hair off i know would that be more supportive you would think well huh? i mean you said the money thing is, but so yeah the money so you're supposed to take whatever you would spend now let me back up is this was originally it was supposed to be a guy thing like when you say let your hair grow, for, you're t- you're not talking about girls and their armpit hair. Yeah. Right. You're talking. And I no. know we'll get into that, but you're uh-huh. you're def- you're referencing a beard. Y- yes. Okay. Uh huh. So the original intent was a guy was supposed to not buy razors, not buy shaving cream, not worry about the facial hair maintenance for an entire month, and whatever he would have spent on that, he would in turn donate to cancer research or whatever yes. that organization was. Yes, exactly. So that's what the intent was. So yes. very good cause. Yes. And then it morphed into people not knowing what it meant. I didn't. Uh-huh. I'm not a no-shave November guy myself because I just, I no-shave all, the all time. year. So <laughs> yeah. some of you poor bastards get 30 days to see what it's like to be a real man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seth. <laughs> but... I, so I, I didn't realize the whole thing yeah. behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in the military, you couldn't have facial hair. You could have a mustache, but everybody looked like an idiot that just grew a mustache. So mm-hmm. I didn't do that. Um, so I just I didn't know. It was never really an option for the first you know 10 years of my adult, adult life. life. <laughs> right. um, and I couldn't even grow facial hair until I was probably closer to 30 than I was 20. So Yeah. Um, well, I know. And you were... Uh, you said that... When you were younger, you couldn't really grow it. Um, and wh- when was the first time they actually... Well, and like When you moved to Colorado, right? Yeah, it was the first time I actually grew a beard. Yeah. Yeah, I could... I mean, towards the end of high school, I could get like a little just on my chin. Mm. Um, but I, 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 I had sideburns in high school. Mm-hmm. And, and then I could have this, but I could never grow a mustache oh. and... Then I, at one point, I think I, I think I gave a crack at it whenever I was deployed or something, and it just, it looked awful. Oh. And so I was just like, this, this is bad. So, I mean, even when you and I met, I just had, I had the a bottom half goatee. I never even grew the, the mustache. mustache at all. So the uh-huh. first time, yeah, the first time, no, the first time I ever actually grew a beard was right before I left California, mm. over the holidays, um, because my ex had left and she didn't like Facial the facial hair thing. Mm. And so I knew I wasn't going to see her for a month in between mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I just let it grow. Mm-hmm. And 
it actually came in. Mm-hmm. And I just, I never, I had never really attempted it. And at that point, I was, I was in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd, I'd never really attempted it. And I was either clean shaven or very, you know, took care of whatever little goatee thing I had at the time. And, and I remember Seth being at the airport and he was like, oh my gosh, because, you know, this is before FaceTime and yeah. Snapchat and even sending photos over a phone. <clears throat> So he had no idea that you that grow, I'd even grown. had it. Yeah, uh-huh. um, yeah. She didn't like it. Well, all. and it's funny looking at him too because he has a he beard, has a beard yeah. and he's um, nineteen, not even twenty well, years old. Well, he can grow facial hair at nineteen better than I could. Yeah, when I was that's man. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so it, it, anyway, you know, initially it kind of was a. You know, that, that good, noble cause behind mm-hmm. it. Then it just kind of came into this, the opportunity for guys to not shave. But then it kind of morphed into this, I, I think some of it's a little poking fun that, that women do mm-hmm. behind it. But inevitably, every year now, you're going to get a handful of women that you see on social media that that it's like, time to cash in and not shave my legs yeah. for a month. Yeah. Well, I know, and I know that a lot of women um, say that they don't shave their legs like during during the, the winter. The, the it's winter not even period. November. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the winter. I cannot imagine. <sighs> I cannot imagine at all. Like, I no. feel itchy. Like if I go a couple days without shaving, mm-hmm. it's I just feel dirty and yeah itchy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how else to put it. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Yeah. So and and I don't I don't know if if the girls are joking mm-hmm. about some of this. Some of the ones I see, I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Mm. You're that gross. You'd yeah. probably do that. Um, but I don't know. And it kind of turns into this. Well, I'm gonna have pants on. Nobody's gonna see me, and uh-huh. and things like that. And and then even going back to the guys, there is, you know, with the no shave November. It's not, it shouldn't just be a free-for-all mm-hmm. of, I mean, if your beard starts right below your bottom eyelids, <laughs> don't grow a beard. That's awful. Well, you look or, like a wolf man. Or freaking take care of it. Yeah. All you, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to let it grow above your, or yeah, it's right not below to your see eyelids. Every, every pore on your face that can spit out a hair <laughs> to see where it goes. Because you look, you look gross. You don't take care of it. Some, some people's. Facial hair comes in like pubic hair, uh-huh. and so it's gross looking. It's gross feeling. It's yeah. It's whimsy or way too coarse or mm-hmm. or something. And, and looks know. all wild. Yeah, <laughs> and and people these guys just don't know how to take care of it. Uh-huh. Um, and and that's that's one of the things. So so even going off of that, what we typically tend to see throughout November now. Um, or whether it's radio stations we follow or whatever, post these polls. Yeah. And they're like, all right, ladies, let's settle the debate. Uh-huh. And it's it's a very black and white question. Yeah. Do you prefer men with beards or men without beards? Uh-huh. And I've, I'm not going to say that that's an unfair question, but it's, it's not a black and white question. One of the things that absolutely drives me nuts is how, and I think I've made the joke that it's, it's beardism. <laughs> Instead of racism, it's just beardism. Yeah. Where not all beards are created equal. <laughs> not all guys that grow a beard 
are created equal. Uh-huh. And I don't like being lumped in, and it's the price you pay for having a beard. Uh-huh. I don't like being lumped into the same category as these guys that either grow a half-ass beard, that grow a shitty beard, or people that don't know how to take care of their beards. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, well, they're all bearded. I mean, okay, yeah, we all have facial hair, but there's different tiers of <laughs> how you look and take care of it that at least need to be acknowledged and recognized. Yeah. And so if some girl dated a guy that had an awful beard... Of course she hates say, it. I don't like beards. Oh, I don't like beards. My last boyfriend had one that looked like crap all the time. He had food in it all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, okay, of course. You don't like beards now, but you had a bad beard experience. <laughs> That's funny. I know. Well, and, um, yeah, so, because uh, even personally, um, one of my cousins shared the the question. Right. Yeah. Beard or no, no beard. And she she was like, well, I like scruff. And, or a beard, either mm-hmm. or. Um, but no, not like a clean shave. It didn't sound well, like... Most women, most women that say they like scruff are referring to the person they're with that can't grow a beard. Yeah. And so they just don't shave for a few days and they've got some stubble. Uh-huh. Some sporadic, patchy or non-patchy or light-haired scruff, scruff or some stubble. Uh-huh. And to that point, and I'm not knocking this, I think this is... Part of the, you know, it probably should be this way, but most women vote on that poll based on who they're with at that point yeah, in time. Yeah, and, and It's not really, it's not really a preference. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's, oh, well, the person I'm with right now, it's, it's like, you know, I would expect if somebody put a poll up there, do you like bald guys or guys with head? I would hope <laughs> that I would say you would bald say bald guy. guys. So <laughs> I hair, get I mean, that. Not head, hair. Yeah, with what yeah, I say. You said with head. With head? Yeah. Well, head's good too. <laughs> But yeah, I meant with hair. Um, you know, so so you kind of see that. I mean, and, and it's you know, it, it's it's the same thing that guys do. The question as you start to kind of peel it back that gets a little scary to ask is is that really how you feel? Mm-hmm. Or are you just saying that because of who you're with? Uh-huh. I mean, it would be awful if I said, oh, well, yeah, I've always had a thing for blondes. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. You know? know. And, and I think that those are things that, which it, it's funny because I've never had a, a blonde-headed girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> ever. But I think that those are things that, that people do. And, and you, I know people, that, and you, know, and, and you fall in the category as well, where a girl was with a guy that had a full head of hair, and then they're with a guy that doesn't. Uh-huh. Well, what do you prefer? Is uh-huh. it is it that the person you were with, the hair was a bonus, but you it's not like you wished that person was bald. bald I know, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. But I'm not. I'm also not saying that you necessarily are wishing that the guy you're with now has Had hair. hair. I know. Um, and especially if you've never known the person with hair, mm-hmm. and I think that that's where it it's funny because. You, you, your comparative basis is really just only pictures of, of what somebody used to look with, look like. I mean, because anybody I've met, including you, that uh-huh. has met me since <clears throat> I started shaving my head many years ago, is like, I can't even picture you with hair. Yeah. There's it no, would just uh-uh. be weird. It, that would be so weird. Yeah. I love your bald head. But that's the other category that drives me nuts, is uh, uh, you'll see these articles... The, and I've said it on here a hundred times before, but 
no matter what your position or your point of view or your opinion is, you're going to find an article to support your argument. Uh-huh. So don't land blast me on this, everybody. But you will find articles out there that talk about men that are bald um, are are better leaders. They demand a higher level of respect. They have you know higher testosterone, whatever <clears throat> it is to try. And I'm sure it was written by a bald-headed guy. <laughs> and then they have the pictures of of you know good looking bald headed dudes or, or recognizable bald headed guys like a Bruce Willis mm-hmm. or a Vin Diesel yeah. or something like that and then some dopey looking dwarf motherfucker is like oh see look <laughs> at me I'm bald and it's like no we're not talking about you you do not fall into this category yeah. and and it's another one of those things that the the bald head thing is something that. You can either own mm-hmm. and cross your fingers that at least you have a decent shaped head. Oh, I know. Because if not, you're screwed. Yeah. I mean, you're screwed either way, but nothing you really do about it. I know. That sucks. <laughs> Poor guys. But you can either own it and it's it's part of who you are and it becomes this, I couldn't imagine you without it mm-hmm. type of mentality. Or you're not really committing to it and... and you don't really fit that profile, but it's the same thing with with the beards and, and the bald heads and all that stuff. How these these guys, or even the girls that are with these guys, are like, yeah, my 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 husband's got a bald head, and you know, so does Vin Diesel. And it's like, yeah, but your your husband Doesn't does not look, look anything like, like Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel at all. <laughs> or you maybe know? he does now because Vin Diesel isn't he. Yeah, he kind of goes in and yeah, out. Yeah, he takes care of himself. Uh-huh. But it's like the same thing with like like the Rock. The Rock's another one. Mm-hmm. Started losing his hair. Shave it. Shaved it. Yeah. But hate to break it to you, your man does not look like the Rock, and you dudes <laughs> do not look like the Rock. Yeah. You know, and uh-huh. and it's 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 something that, and I've told everybody, having a bald head is actually way more work than when I had hair. Yeah. Shaving it all <clears> the time, shaving it every day, taking care of it. I mean, anytime you're gonna be out near the sun, you have to put sunscreen on it. I mean, yeah. it, it's it, it's a full-time maintenance-intensive thing. Mm-hmm. And so is having a beard now. I mean, and it's... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Getting yeah. from from here to here ready uh-huh. to go out takes as long as you <laughs> do. <me now. laughs> and it's like, come I on. I know. But I've had the traumatic experience of when I get frustrated with the beard and I've... Shaved <laughs> it off. Shaved it off, and then I go into hiding... Uh-huh. After that, it's yeah, you awful. You really do. It, it 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 is such a self confidence um, demotivator or whatever you want to call it. It, it you just don't feel yourself. You, you look like a a puppy with its tail between its yeah. legs. Yeah, like, I don't have any confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to go out in public. I don't. I I had made a, a choice when we were dating. Oh my god! That I was gonna just do this. <laughs> Like the the tombstone uh, Fu Manchu mm-hmm. mustache and the little you like know labrae the soul patch thing underneath my lip and I did it and hated it. Oh my gosh! And, and well, and I kept the picture, so he will never try to say this. This is a good idea again, <laughs> Be, yeah. and to remind him how miserable he was when it did happen. <laughs> we we I did it and then we went to eat at Chili's that night. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I remember just kind of sitting there, like not wanting to look at anybody. But that was the night that dude came over and said that he, and asked me if I would a, if I would train at uh-huh. their yeah the MMA gym. Or yeah, whatever. he was like, "Are you a fighter?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "You look like you you you're a fighter." He's like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "I'm pretty sure I'm not." <laughs> and he was like, 
well, I got a gym. He owned the gym, uh-huh. and he wanted me to come over. They gave me his card and everything, and I was like, oh, is, do I, is it because I look weird, or <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but... Um, yeah, so, that, so I, I ended up, that was Super Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I know. I ended up calling off Monday, and everybody thought I did it because I partied too hard on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But it was because I was too embarrassed. I at least needed a few days' growth of something before I went back, and it was awful. Yeah. And then and then I made the other another mistake after we had, I didn't really let my beard grow, grow until we moved mm-hmm. out to Oklahoma, though. Um, <clears throat> and then I... I let it kind of take off, and I didn't really know what to do with it because I'd never let it grow. So I didn't go see a barber. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know how to how to take care of it, and it comes in very wavy if I, you know, don't you know really groom it the right way. And I didn't know what to do with my mustache, so I just it just kept growing. I just kept like waxing it to the sides, and so it was super long. Yeah, but. It got in my food. I didn't realize I could actually just keep it trimmed here and still let it grow out. Yeah. Um, and so I hit a point and I just got frustrated and I was like, I'm just going to shave it back down to the goatee. And what you don't realize is when you look at yourself in the mirror every day, your your new chin line is at the bottom of your beard. And so when I trimmed that back, it looked. I felt like I didn't have a chin. I didn't have a jawline. I didn't have a neck. There was no anything to define it. I just looked like I looked like a thumb. <laughs> and it was. I was. I just was embarrassed. Well, and then we go to the gym, and it didn't help that this other bearded dude was like, "What dude, happened?" What happened? I was like, it was just crushing. It was like, Ugh. yeah. So then I was just like, come on, grow out as fast as... I haven't cut it since. No. Well, I mean, I, well, I, yeah. I groom it and trim it and uh-huh. stay on top of it. Yeah, but... and you've been to the barber a couple times yeah. now and um, used to have it faded mm-hmm. and uh, and all that. But what, even with all, with all of this being said, like, you take care of yourself. You take care of your beard. You groom it constantly. Mm-hmm. You do what it takes to make it look nice and make yourself look presentable really 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 nice well and i I still have a public facing job Mm -hmm. and so i can't i can't get up in front of an audience of 100 people and have pubes all over the place (laughs) sticking out of my head and but it's it's become in the industry i work in it's People remember me and recognize me and know because me of because of my beard. Uh-huh. And even when we went back to Wichita and people were like, it didn't, I've seen you speak before. I remember your beard. Yeah. And, hey, it got uh, bigger. Yeah, it's bigger this <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's kind of, I, I guess part of a part of my whole little persona and, you know, working in cells and things like that. If people only remember me as the bald-headed bearded guy at least they remember me yeah um and i definitely stick out i guess Uh at these these events with everybody all prim and proper and then here i am yeah but i still have i i I still have to keep it clean you still wear a suit and tie and everything Mm -hmm. and and, i'll be in a three-piece suit uh with my beard yeah and and people don't don't see like your tattoos and all that mm -hmm. they just they just see you. They really just see your beard, right? And your bald head, and that's how they recognize you. They're not like, oh, that be- that bald, <coughs> that bald tat- tattooed guy or whatever, right? Yeah, know? yeah. And yeah, but that that's that's what's so funny about it is, um, well, and and even it, it, it's 
it's funny with the beard. It was the same thing when I started working out. Women don't come up to me. Mm-hmm. That that girl at the hotel in Nashville was the was the first woman in a long time uh, that has actually complimented my oh, no, beard. Oh, there was a, a lady in California that complimented you too. Where we were? Uh, when we in were in Anaheim. Santa Monica. We or? were in Anaheim, and we uh, and she was like. Hey, nice beard. I really like your beard. Or whatever. Oh, at the restaurant place. Because yeah, like, she we said her were, husband, yeah. she had that beard tattoo yeah, on her arm. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about her. Um, but usually it's guys. But yeah, most of the time. It's yeah. almost always guys. Uh-huh. And if I'm... It, almost every time we go out, a guy says something about uh-huh. my beard. Yeah. Um, and asks me, what do I use? Where do I go? Who trims it? And uh-huh. when I'm like, well, it's... It's me, you know. Uh-huh. I, I went to a barber for a while to kind of get past all the growing mm-hmm. pains of it, but I'd pretty much take care of it myself now. And, and they're like, "How did you learn how to do that?" Like, trial and error, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, my dad even asks to Seth to fill his beard. Yeah. Can I fill it? Because yeah, my dad can't grow a full beard. That's what people do with it. Yeah. And so yeah, he, he's always like, "Oh, it's so full." <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it's. It's one of those things. It was the same thing like when I started working out. And I've never, to this day, I have not had one woman come up to me and say anything about me working out. Uh-huh. It's always guys. Yeah. Always guys. Which I'm glad. I'm yeah. really glad about that. Well, and it's the same thing for you. Yeah. Guys don't come up to you uh-uh. and say, hey, do you, I can tell by your shoulders and your arms you... You work out or whatever. Uh-huh. You, you you must squat, you know? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> but girls come up to you all the time, mm-hmm. especially in the summertime when... When I'm wearing... When your arms are showing. Yeah, seat. people see your arms mm-hmm. a lot, and they automatically ask. Um, so, which I think was... Before I got into that, I think a lot of... And, and I didn't start lifting weights for girls, mm-hmm. but I think that that's one of the things that, you know, even growing up, you would see, you know, these... Pictures of a young Schwarzenegger holding women up, and you yeah. just kind of thought, "Oh man, that's something girls really like, and and that's something girls are attracted to." And and I don't think that they're unattracted to it, but I don't think it's a big. It's definitely not an icebreaker no. thing for, you know. I've never had a girl come, "Oh, let me, let me, let me feel your muscle," or yeah. or anything like that. Now, with all that being said, <laughs> I still don't think that the preferred body is a dad bod mm-hmm. to the muscular body yeah i think that women that are with a dad bod will say they prefer a dad bod yeah but that's where you got to throw in the celebrities i know things in there who would you rather have sitting on your couch with their shirt off seth rogan or brad pitt yeah <laughs> I know. you know yeah i know and you know do, do you want to would you go see a magic mike that didn't star channing tatum and matthew mcconaughey and the dude from true blood and the all-time great kevin nash that, <laughs> Would you would you go see a Magic Mike that was made up of, you know, Ricky Gervais and Seth Rogen and, you know, fill in the whatever dad bought actor? That movie would flop unless it was a comedy. Yeah, I'd go see it. Uh, yeah, I think more guys be, would probably go see. it. That would probably be a really funny comedy. Actually, it's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah, look at the lineup. Yeah, but you wouldn't be going to it to see these men to shirtless. Like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. To say oh he's sexy or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. And. I, the whole the whole purpose of of this episode really is um, talk about my beard, <laughs> not to talk about your oh. beard, to talk about taking care of yourself, yeah, and your personal hygiene and how important it is 
to to take care of yourself in well, your relationship. I think people underestimate, and, and and I'm not. I think that I've heard people. Men are very visual, or or women are very whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. I, all that crap aside, I think people really underestimate the power of presentation, mm-hmm. and people tend to get complacent and comfortable. And I'm not. The, the the point of this is not to talk about going to the gym and physically taking care of yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a piece of it. Yeah. But there is, you know, one of the things we talked about this week was making sure that you are the best version of you yeah. for your partner. And uh, people just get, I think, way too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Ours, our story, and we've talked about it before, I think, on the on the health and fitness episode we did, our stories reverse. Yeah, it's, we, it's kind of funny. And so I have zero sympathy for people that have gotten married and then let themselves go. Uh-huh. Because we did the exact opposite. Well, not well, when we're we got not married, married we, but, but while we, we were dating. Yeah, because I was very overweight, mm-hmm. and I mean, I still put makeup on and... And stuff like that. Yeah, it wasn't that you weren't pretty or... And I, yeah. Or took, attractive or anything. Yeah, personal hygiene-wise, I wise, I took care of myself. Mm-hmm. But my body and my health, I didn't take care of myself very well. Yeah. And I, I think most people probably start off in the dating pool at a... At their know, best. If, if you want to use the, the old-fashioned scale of a 1 to 10... Mm-hmm. You know, where were you when you were dating? Mm-hmm. Then once we talk about self-evaluation and self-reflection quite a bit. And there's something to be said for visibly knowing that you have moved up on that scale between <clears> 1 to <throat> 10. You know, whether you were a 5 or a 6 and now you're a 7 or 8. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something to be said, which... D- at least for confidence-wise and your own personal sanity and how you feel about yourself, that it's so much nicer to be on that side of it than, yeah, I used to be a 7 or 8, and yeah. ugh, now I'm like a 4, yeah, or, or whatever that is. And instead of saying that, you know, there's beauty at any number on the scale or something like that, mm-hmm. just the acknowledgement that, yeah, you've slipped down the ladder a little bit what are you going to do about that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's where, from from my perspective and our perspective of, we were at this point where we were attracted to one another, we fell in love with one another, and then we decided to self improve, yeah, physically. And we talked about how the 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 benefits across our lives and our worlds because of what taking care of ourselves did for us was tenfold Mm -hmm. and it all started well it probably all started with just us being together in the first place but taking that step to putting forth the time and effort and patience and energy and dedication into being the best version of you that you could be Mm -hmm. reaped benefits that we're still reaping to this day yeah yeah because it changes your outlook it changes your it changes your level of of what lazy looks like. It mm-hmm. changes what your level of what trying looks like. Mm-hmm. Everybody boasts and talks about how tired they are, how much they give 100% when they're not. They're lazy and they give maybe 50%. Yeah. And, and, and I think that you, you tend to realize and understand what true work and true dedication actually feels like. 
um, impatience. That that's the biggest thing we've talked yes. about it. Whether it's relationship advice, whether it's financial advice, whether, or wait, it's, whether advice, it's waiting for to put up your yeah, Christmas tree, waiting for the holidays <laughs> to come around, uh-huh. whatever it is, having patience mm-hmm. is something that people just don't have nowadays. No. They're they're not patient. They want a quick fix for everything. everything. They want a quick fix for how they look, how they feel, you know, mm-hmm. what they're doing, what they're making, and, and quick fixes don't exist. Um, but when you go through that journey and you actually see what it, not even what it takes to get there, but then once you're there, what it takes to stay there yeah. is much harder than probably ever anticipated. Yeah. And, and you tend to have a new level of respect for similar people that have gone through that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and continue and continue to stay at that level mm-hmm. and improve upon that yeah and that that's something that unfortunately 87 percent of the population will never know what that feels like i know or what that looks like or what those benefits could be uh-huh because they just won't stick with it i know well Actually, and... we should be talking about this for the new year's resolution <laughs> right, right i know huh <laughs> but so um i was i was telling seth earlier that that in um, in my previous relationship, I did get comfortable and complacent and just didn't really care. I would wear pajamas all the time, mm-hmm. not put on any makeup. And, and part of that, part of not wearing makeup was my ex telling me, don't wear makeup, too. Mm-hmm. And just after after we got together, I just remember how good I felt about putting myself together and you know going that taking that extra step and doing my makeup and and looking pretty for you and looking pretty for myself too mm-hmm. but just uh I remember thinking that I don't want to not ever take care of take care of myself yeah. again well I I think and I was, I was trying to I was heading down this path to make this point while going I got sidetracked but we we tend to forget or over or look over the power of that presentation I was talking about where to keep real true passion in a relationship i think it starts with how you present yourself and i don't mean you have to be a ripped hard body to do this but i do mean you can't be the gross person yeah. you can't not shave your armpits, not sh- and I'm talking to women, not mm-hmm. shave your legs. You know, dude, you, you, you can't have a freaking Amazon rainforest in your crotch. You know, I mean, you, you, you have to take care of yourself to the point that if, and this may sound corny, but I take care of, of my, myself, my body, my hygiene, my personal parts, whatever you want to call it. In the same manner that I would have if you and I were on our third date. I know, yeah. Because, well, I do it probably for you more than me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that really gets the benefits out of it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. But I do, because uh-huh. I put that in. I guess it's a, it's a two-way street, uh-huh. how it goes. And, you know, sensuality and sexuality and true passion... You know, the way you and I flirt with one another mm-hmm. and the way that we send each other texts or, or sex or whatever you want to call them as a way to build up on, on one another, 
um, and and develop some anticipation or or just flirtatious and fun little behavior goes out the window when you start to go down this gross path. I know yeah. of of how how you look, how you smell. I mean, you 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 should. We we had somebody ask us um, at what point in your relationship do you start farting in front of one another? Yeah. And, and our answer is you don't never <laughs> you don't. And I know that there are people that if you're still listening, yeah, you're like you are so insecure in your relationship that you can't even fart in front of one another. And our take has nothing to do with being secure. Mm-mm. It's not that we're afraid that if that happened, the other one would leave us or not want to have <laughs> sex with us. It's that we are so we we are we are. I don't want to say we're so focused because it's not something that controls everything we do. Uh-huh. But subconsciously, the way we interact with each other or touch one another, whether we're chilling and watching Netflix or we're at a restaurant waiting on our food or we're sitting in the car driving to the gym, whatever we're doing, we're typically touching each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my hand on your leg. I'm holding your hand. I've got my hand on your back. You've got your feet on me. Whatever it is. And that stuff starts to go away or get diminished or kills or the mood. Kills the mood <laughs> if if you're sitting there on the couch with a blade and I've got a fart and I fart under the blanket, and throw it over your head as a joke. Yeah, and there's couples that do that that proudly do that and yes. brag about it. Yes, and I would venture to say that your sexual interaction with one another. I'll, I'll throw the gauntlet down. It's not as hot as ours. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh-huh. And and you because you can't interact on that that kind. I don't want to say weird, but on that kind of gross that ten that gross tendency level, uh-huh. and still have and still have hot passionate sex. I know. I, I mean, it's you know I, I don't want to get overly vulgar with it, but you know I. You shouldn't be taking a dump with the door open. No. In your house, so you can still talk to your partner. Uh. Uh-uh. Um, no, that's gross. That's if you really want to maintain gross. a level of of sex and passion, if you want your partner down in that area, uh-huh. that kind of needs to be out of sight, out of mind to a certain point. It's not that we're well, pretending we we like know. we're fourteen years yeah. old and like, oh, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. <laughs> I can't self-poo. think about that. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's just. The way that we like to keep our bedroom in order, that's more important than, you know, hitting this oh-so-comfortable relax point where you're walking around here like a Sasquatch and I've got <laughs> skid mark shitty underwear all over the place. Gross. I mean, that's gross. We do each other's laundry. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, you don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. We're not going to behave that way because we like to flat out turn each other on. hmm you know, and, and that, that goes out the window when you start to do things like that. Yeah. It does. And and, the, and you, you can find the, you know, <clears throat> list, you know, here's top 20 things that couples do once they're too comfortable or, and, and that's not really what we're talking about. Or to about. know that you're comfortable around your partner. Yeah. Some people write it as a piece that uh-huh. you're in a real relationship when one you have the, yeah, you're in a real gross relationship <laughs> if you're doing all those things. <laughs> And, and we have, I, I have friends on, on social media. There's this one girl in particular who is gross. Her husband is gross. Their kids are gross. I imagine the bedroom smells like hot dogs and gravy. That's what I probably think it smells like. 
<laughs> and they are constantly <laughs> tagging each other. He tags her all the time really? in these, in either, you know, when your man stinks up the bathroom so bad, you got to, you know, call CDC or whatever. And he's like, Haha, this was me last night, you know, or, or she, and she'll do the same thing. Like, I, I'm a, I'm a proud, I'm a proud farty woman that, you know, I'm a real woman that, you know, I wear a muumuu all the time and I, I, I chew tobacco and fart, whatever it is, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just <laughs> these gross things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's, I, I don't, I don't understand how you can have a sensual moment of taking your clothes off slowly in front of one another or lighting. Can- and maybe that's the key. Maybe it just has to be pitch black in the room all the time. No lights. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this thing and get it over with, you know, and maybe it's I'm gross. You're gross. We just have gross sex. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that's the agreement that they come to. Yeah. I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm so glad that we aren't in that. Oh gosh, that I type know. of group. That, that's yeah, that's um, disgusting. And it's once again, it's I know that different couples have different varying I levels know. of comfortability. Um, and me saying that, I'm sure that there's a couple out there that will could come back and say, "Well, no, we we do all of these things." And I pop pimples on his back all the time, and he pulls ingrown hairs out of my ass, and. You know, I, I I put my vinegar's feet in his face and be like, smell my feet, and oh. you know, and and we still have hot, passionate sex. No, you don't. Uh uh-uh. uh That's gross. Not like us. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um, I remember. Well, one of my old friends, she would burp like a dude, gross, burp, loud burps, in in front of everybody, in front of guys. And everything, and I, I'd be like, dude, why are you doing? Why do you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, don't, I mean, I don't know if she, to this day, if she has a, a good steady, boyfriend or husband or you know anything like that. Right. But I, I imagine that most guys are, most guys are going to be like, I don't want to be with a girl that has no class. Does that? Yeah. That's a classless thing to do. Yeah. That's gross, like that. Yeah. Or especially initially, you know. Yeah, but do you think she was just like that around people she was comfortable with? No, she would do that. She was like anybody. that all the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. See that I think I think that sometimes it starts off around certain people and then you just start doing things around other people before you know it mm-hmm. and everybody's like But I, I, I will say I I think it's funny you bring that up because even as I'm sitting here thinking about people I know, girls that typically do that, at one point in time in their life had this perception that they were one of the guys mm. because of their sense of humor, their dirty jokes, because they would fart and they would burp, and they enjoyed the camaraderie that they got from the guys. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're one of the guys, that means you're not a girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And you're not a lady. And I'm not saying that one of the guys in the group won't hook up with you or won't even marry you. Mm-hmm. That does happen. But... I don't know if they reflect back and be like, hey, I, I married one of the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she's not. And, and it's, it's hard to establish. And even you kind of get nervous saying things like, well, she's not that feminine because you're opening a can of worms. And somebody's like, it's not your place to tell me what's feminine and what's not. Yeah. Um, you don't act like a lady, uh-huh. you know. And and there's there there's there's a time and place that I feel that. Class has to be in order. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a time and place where it doesn't have to, but I don't think there's a time and place where it completely goes out the window and you virgin or you, you know, start diving into this gross realm of repulsive behavior yeah. that you wouldn't have done, hopefully, early on in the relationship. And I think that that's, that's some of the better advice. I mean, you, you, you see or you hear or you talk to these guys that are like, I'm in the sexless marriage. I'm, I'm in a relationship. We've been married for 10, 12 years. We've got kids. I'm still attracted to my wife. You know, I, I, you know, I may not be taking the best care of myself at this point in time, but I still want to have sex and she doesn't want to have sex with me. Mm-hmm. Well, what what have you done? Have you have you have you done something? Are you too comfortable? Are you too gross? Are you, you know, not taking care of yourself? Are you doing something that is some type of repulsive behavior where she's just not turned on? Yeah, that's true. That's very true too. I was thinking also that there's some women though that will do repulsive, gross things to. Turn their husbands off on yes. purpose. Yes, uh huh. And I don't understand that at all. Like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know. I guess it's women that haven't had good sex. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that there, you know, you you could go down those paths, and and unless you're talking to somebody that has done that or currently doing that, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, you know, I, I like the statement of are are you are you giving your partner the best version of you? Mm-hmm. And I think that. Uh, I, I was about to say this, but looking back at, at even just an advice level, advice level of how you should interact with your partner and how you should be around your partner, and I think that you're going to have enough adult conversations when it comes to finances and kids and, and normal stuff that you can, you know, pull the curtain back, so to speak, and see how everything's handled behind a relationship without having to bring these type of of gross issues into the mix. But how would you interact with your partner if you were still dating? Yeah, exactly. If, and, and you can even throw a simple case. It's second, third date, and your current partner was just your boyfriend at the time, and he calls you and says, Hey, I didn't want to go out and do much tonight. Do you just want to come over? We can watch a movie. I, I am, you know, if we're talking second, third date here, I'm guessing you're not going to throw on some double XL sweatpants or pajama bottoms and a four XL, you know, sexy bitch Victoria's Secrets sweatshirt mm-hmm. and throw your hair back and <laughs> take your makeup off your face and go over in your toe socks yeah. with a bag of pork rinds and watch Netflix. So that's funny that you even say that because I think I remember one point in when we first started dating, like almost exactly that happening and not me wearing a big old thing but I remember like I remember thinking oh my gosh I have to get some cute cuter pajamas right (laughs) yeah and I remember going to Victoria's Secret and like even getting some nice nicer jammy pants Uh uh-huh a cute little matching top yeah yeah and it's not that you can't I'm not saying you shouldn't be comfortable I'm not saying you should show up in a lingerie. freaking red sequins dress or lingerie, or like a, a a big long coat and yeah, naked nothing underneath. Yeah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just dress for comfort. But there's a way to do it with you know some class, yeah. and some um, mystery behind it, and and some cutesiness or whatever you want to throw in there. But yeah, because I 
well, I think I use that as a ploy to just get you over anyway. You you could have showed up. And that's the thing. I say all this. Most guys would be like, I don't care what she shows up in as long as she takes all that crap off after she gets there. Right. But I, I think that, you know, even for the guys, you know, how how would you interact with 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 the girl if you were still dating? Even if you were, you know, trying to get lucky or get some, would you hopefully take a shower yeah. before you went over there? Would you get all the day's grime and dirt and grit uh, out from nails. underneath your fingernails or trim your fingernails uh-huh. or, you know, wash off with, you know, some good soap? Would you put on cologne? Would you put on some lotion? I mean, there's there's this whole kind of weird window of, of you know, a real staunch male perspective of, you know, I'm, I'm anti-manscaping, I'm... I'm anti, you know, whatever, just let yourself go. And that's, I would think from a woman's perspective, that has the tendency to be as gross as if a woman yeah. with, you know, blue hair or green hair wasn't shaving her armpits anymore and doesn't wear makeup and she's, you know, bushing out all down <laughs> her legs and a her belly button, Gross. you know, whatever. I just, I, I would think that would be, visually, that would be horribly yes. a huge That would off. not be, yeah, that would not be appealing at yeah. all. <laughs> Either one. Right. But, you know, with the guys, I mean, are you doing that stuff to stay attractive mm-hmm. or a, a tr- maintain the, a level of attractiveness to each other? Right. Well, I remember um, on our first date... You being paranoid that your truck smelled like onions. Taco house. Be- or no, tacos tacos yeah. Uh-huh. Because you'd gotten tacos at this little place like a couple, like a couple days, days yeah, before. Two, three days before, yeah. And you're like, shoot, I don't want her. You know, I mean, onions, obviously, it smells like it B.O. It smells like B.O., yeah. <laughs> you don't want your, your truck to smell like that. Well, and not only will it make your truck smell like it, but it's, I had that cloth seat, so as soon as I sat down, it, I didn't want it to soak into oh, my clothes. I know, and then me me think, oh my gosh. He smells bad, like, yeah. This is like our, this is our first freaking day, and he can't even put deodorant on. Right, yeah. <laughs> but And I think that that's... That's something that people just need to continually remember of, of how, mm-hmm. what, what are you giving your partner? And, and I can't say it enough. Are you giving them the best version of you? Not the best version of you that they've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Not the better version of you, but the best version of you. Are you, because that's the type of stuff that's going to keep the flirtingness easier. Yeah. The, the sensuality the easier. Passion. The spontaneous sex easier uh-huh. the you know all of that stuff it just it just you know we, we we've said it on almost every episode but we we say the word effortless a lot mm-hmm. and i know that it probably takes effort to you know take care of yourself and, and pretty much do simple things you should have been doing since you were what 10 11 yeah you know, at least yeah. on your own. It's simple. You know where to wash your body. Yes. You know how to brush your teeth. <laughs> you know how to, yeah, brush your teeth and use mouthwash and clean your hands and yeah. file your fingernails down and trim your toenails. Yeah. and paint your toenails, yeah. too. Well, not guys. I'm well, not girls. Sorry, so. girls. Yeah. Girls, paint your toenails. And and even for girls, I th- I do think that to put on some makeup and... Well, if you know how to apply it, there's tons of freaking videos. You gotta, be, you gotta watch out who you tell to do that. There's tons of videos on YouTube, especially now, of makeup tutorials that can teach you how to do a simple look mm-hmm. and, you know, not overdo it. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, but it's if if you want that constant feeling of attraction that isn't wavering, it's not going away. It's it is all that. But and when I say the word effortless, I mean that once you do put in that effort, the fallout is is effortless. It's, it's easy. Not, you 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 don't have to. If, if you're one of those guys, it's like well. If I want to get laid by my own wife, I got to take her out to dinner. I got to get her a bracelet. I got to buy her flowers. I got to, you know, do all this stuff. And while I still think you should do that stuff for your partner on a consistent basis anyway, if that's your bribe to get sympathy or pity sex out of your partner because you're trying to earn sex brownie points of, well, I did this, this, and this, and you have to give it up now. A, they don't. Mm -hmm. And, And B, there's a better route to engage your partner on a continual basis yes. by giving them the best version of you that alleviates the need after you've gone three to four weeks or even months without sex. You have to plan an elaborate date night right? Yeah. just to try to guilt them into giving up some sex to you. Uh-huh. Um, when if you, would con- if you would do these simple things on a continual basis, it wouldn't be that hard. I heard some of the best advice this guy gave. I don't know his name or I'd give him credit for it. But he actually, he heard it from somebody else too. So I don't even know who the original uh, guy that said it was. But he said that if your partner did not, and he was talking to guys, it's pretty much this message for guys, that if you ask your wife or you approach your wife for sex and they say no or they cut you off or they you know, reject you for that, say, okay, keep a gym bag by the front door packed. And when they deny you, you grab that gym bag and you go to the gym. Two things happen. A, you work out a lot of frustration at the gym. B, any type of depression or rejection that you feel from that interaction goes away once you get in the gym. And C, a woman seeing a husband making improvements to themselves is a turn on. Mm-hmm. It shows pride. It shows that you're, you, you take pride in how you look. You're taking pride in your health. You take pride in, in your body. And you are doing something, working towards some kind of goal, even if it is a physical in the mirror goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that starts to spark some attraction in your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought, I was like, I, 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 I was kind of irritated. Cause I'm like, that's, that seems like something that I would make up to tell people. <laughs> 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 but to hear somebody actually say it, I'm like, well, that's, that's a, that's a pretty good piece of advice. Yeah. Um, that is to, to give a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the statistic what rates for... of, of women wanting sex that aren't getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we kind of talked a little bit about that stuff in this healthy sex life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How we see it a little more and more common now that women, women yeah. aren't. Um, but I mean, and I know I kind of made fun of it. Guys are visual. Mm-hmm. Guys are very visual. And it can it can make or break a relationship. Um, it can. I saw a girl sneeze. When I was young, I was like, she was a little girlfriend I had at church, and I was like 11 or 12, and she sneezed and didn't catch it in time, and the seeing the snot out of her nose, I was like, that's it. She can't be my little girlfriend anymore. That's not nice. And it... I just, I couldn't get that image out of my head. Really? I, even saying, I can still see her right oh now, like, trying to sneeze, and it was just snot all in her hand. I was like, oh... We're done. Aww. That's it. But I, I I say that because the visual stuff can be can be a huge deal mm-hmm. for some guys. And so if you are a a woman out there that's like, well, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and 
you know, visually, what 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 is the presentation looking like? Yeah, um, I know. Because a woman could be doing certain things, like... Well, if you're not shaving your legs and armpits throughout November... Yeah. But and I'm, I'm saying, like, a woman could be like, well, I, you know, I cook for him, I clean for him, I do this. Doing the same thing the guy does. The yeah. guy says, like, trying to earn those brownie points. Uh-huh. Uh, but, like, if you're not doing something... Yeah. You'd... Take care of yourself, get a cute, sexy little outfit, and wear that around the house, guaranteed you don't have to cook or clean ever again (laughs) if you keep that presentation up. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, even when you and I, like, joke about stuff, I'm like, you you do realize, like, how much power you have, right? (laughs) Like, whenever you want me to do that stuff, that would totally work. (laughs) Um, But I I don't know if if that's a confidence thing for women or... Mm -hmm. um, you know, if they're not happy with how they look or feel at the moment in time. So that's not an option. We'll get to the point where it is an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's one of those things that, that it's tough for people to talk about. And your husband's never going to say, but you look gross. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not attracted which to you because you look want, gross. Which he shouldn't. We're not telling any guy to ever say yeah. that. And, or any woman. Don't yeah. don't do that to your husband either. Well, yeah, and that that was one of the things that I had went through uh-huh. whenever. Well, you know, one of the things that the big difference, you know, you, you you know, get on your high horse all you want about, you know, you know, being fat, beautiful or whatever. You say that all day. But that's at least something that people can control. Mm-hmm. When I started to lose my hair, you know, my ex was trying to figure out everything she could to ensure that I didn't lose my hair, whether it was ordering me Rogaine or washing my hair with this or putting this stuff in my hair or, or whatever it was. And, you know, to comments like, oh, uh, what are we going to do? You know, like, like it was, but then it was something I couldn't help. I mean, it was, it I, you know, I just could not help. It was something that was going to happen. It's mm-hmm. not like a, I couldn't change the way I ate or how much I ate to keep my hair like somebody can to keep off weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, it was really, truly a helpless feeling. And then to hear comments like, well, you know, men just look better with hair no matter what. Mm-hmm. Was like, well, what, what the fuck am I supposed to do I with know. that? Yeah. You know, how, how am I supposed to get past that? Because I, you have now just, even if you weren't trying to hurt my feelings, which I don't, know how you could say that but that's always going to be stuck in my head Mm -hmm. that you made that statement that's how you feel and and you know those are things that you know guys can't help Mm -hmm. you know guys can control how much weight they gain guys can control how they smell Mm -hmm. guys can control how often they clean Mm -hmm. themselves up guys can control the level that they maintain their manscaping from their head to their toes yeah um but they can't control whether they lose the hair on their head or not. I know. And and that that's something that that I, I think a lot of guys have trouble with. And when because I, I just I would just kind of shave it and she had me dye it yeah, a couple of say, times. Didn't she to, like she didn't want you to like completely no, shave it uh-uh, too. No, yep, she did not. Yeah. No. I, yeah, she didn't want me to shave it all the way off. And I was just finding like um, it's pointless. I'm just gonna shave it off and at least feel like I'm kind of in control of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well and, and, and I she think that like I think the guys that are bald and and still you know trying to trying to keep some whatever hair that they have i think that they just need to shave it and they do I need to own older. it 
I looked older with the hair going than I did just completely taking it off. Uh-huh. It yeah. made me look older. I, I actually I looked younger once I shaved shaved it. it all the way off. Yeah. So, yeah, but oh, it reminds me of um, uh, the chick from um, gosh the, the the movie the Hangover. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, I can tell when you haven't been using your Rogaine. Yeah. yeah Don't was... forget to use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so mean. Mm. But, yeah. Um, so, ladies, don't don't get on to... Yeah, we're not telling you to bash your partner. Yeah, don't get on to over, your Especially things they can't control. Yeah. Um, and even things they probably can control. We're uh-huh. not saying to bash them over that either, but it's... Bring it up in a, a good way or... Or even take a hot, sexy shower together. Yeah, if your partner's not cleaning up right, show them how to do it. Yeah, and that'll definitely yeah. spark some interest. Well, and I don't think there's anything wrong with like even a woman being like, "Hey, can I can I lather up your face and trim your beard for you?" Yeah, that'd be hot. Yeah, you know, I would be scared to death. To oh try yeah, to you, do you're that. not touching my beard. <laughs> That's but, scary. Yeah, so I mean, I I think that you know ultimately it's. It, it, it's just all about, you know, making sure that, you know, once again, you're, you're giving your partner the best version of you, but you're you're doing things to, to keep that level of attraction high, mm-hmm. on a consistent basis to ensure that, you know, you're having you know good quality sex that's mm-hmm. going to keep your your partner and and of course you very happy mm-hmm. with how things are going. Yeah. Um, keep you interested and yeah. wanting to. Continue it, to, to make your partner happy. It, it keeps you from getting bored. It keeps your partner from getting bored. It keeps your partner from, you know, looking at porn. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that, that's one of the things that, that you you typically tend to see when partners, get, especially when a, a woman in the relationship gets, uncom- or gets too comfortable mm-hmm. um, to the point that they're letting themselves go in, in all kinds of ways, you know, the guy's going to be looking for that visual stimulation mm-hmm. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and chances are it's on his phone. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not like they have to go to a, a dirty store anymore to get that I stuff. Know. They can get anything they want on Easy their phone. Easy freaking access while yeah. he's in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they're, they're getting that visual stimulation from somewhere else. And guys, you know, same thing with, with women, <laughs> you know, what? Watching, the, you know, even the Magic Mike thing or mm-hmm. reading the Fifty Shades of Grey. And, and I'm not saying don't, you know, don't watch a movie or don't read a book. But, you know, you're you're fooling yourself if you think for a minute that there's not some kind of fantasy or wishful thinking behind that when mm-hmm. your partner's doing that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's it's necessarily harmful every time. Mm-hmm. It's not like everybody would act on those, but... You know, I'm I'm sure that your feelings would be hurt if if I was like, well, here, look at this folder on my phone. Yeah, I got all these girls in here, but I would never hook up with any of them anyway. Yeah, Does no. that really make it better? No. You know, if if I'm if I'm watching, you know, if I've got, I'm trying to think of, I don't know, if I've got the Showgirls and Striptease <laughs> Blu-ray special edition that I watch every Thursday night. Yeah. No, I don't know. Without you know, me. Yeah, without you, or, or even while you're doing something else uh-huh. in the house. Yeah. Hey, it's Thursday. I'm gonna throw on striptease. <laughs> you know. Oh, don't worry. I, I I would never. I don't have a chance to hook up with these girls. I mean, does that really make does it, it make that it much better? better? I yeah. Know. Um. So. Be that. 
that partner. Yeah, be, again, like how you have been saying, the best version of you. And just make sure that you are taking care of yourself. You are doing those those small things every day to keep you attracted to... Don't be gross. Your partner, yeah. If you were in third grade and you ran over to somebody in class and farted on them, would you get in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> if you had your finger up your nose, would your teacher tell you to quit picking your nose? Yes. Yeah. They would. If you were burping real loud in the middle of class, would your teacher get on to you? Yeah. This is shit we've all been told our entire life. <laughs> so I don't know why people hit a point where they're like, you know what? I'm 30. I don't care. I'm, I mean, same thing. If you went in the bathroom at school and left the door open and started having a conversation with the boys in the hallway while you were in there <laughs> the taking a dump, you, you would get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't believe the advice is act like you're nine years old. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Act like you you learned something yeah. from elementary school. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. So don't be gross. Yes, don't be gross. Don't be gross. Keep it hot. Keep it fun. Keep it engaging. Mm-hmm. And take care of yourselves. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see some great And benefits. by the way, we know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Was we forgot to mention yeah, this. Yeah, we forgot to mention this. We, we wanted to mention it. You, you probably have seen it on social media by now, but... But we, yeah, we, so we took, we enrolled, we enrolled in a course a few months ago to get certified Certified as as relationship coaches. coaches. Mm -hmm. And so right before Thanksgiving, we, you took your final Mm -hmm. on the 18th and I took mine on the 21st Mm -hmm. and we got certified. So through what, what is this? The uh, Uh, international association of profession professions, career college. Yeah. So we are certified relationship coaches now. Yes. Um, so we already knew, we knew what we were talking about. <laughs> now we actually have the diploma to prove it. We have proof. <laughs> so. Yes. You have to listen to us now. <laughs> you don't have to like everything we say, but you at least have to know we're right. <laughs> that we're certified. No, we're certified. <laughs> <clears throat> so that was fun. Yeah, we, we didn't think we were actually going to get done until the, the our goal, the our goal was to get it done by the by, beginning of next year, or yeah, by the, the end, end of, of this year, year. Uh-huh. but to be able to. Get it done and wrap it up before, early. right before Thanksgiving. Yeah, was nice. So yes. you probably noticed the warning changed at the beginning yeah. of the episode. Yeah, the warning did change a little bit uh-huh. because, uh, yeah, I don't. I guess we still say warning, but yeah, it's but. just because if you don't listen to us, it ain't gonna work. So <laughs> the warning is actually just do what we say, <laughs> and you'll be happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Um, thanks again for listening and. Um, don't forget as always to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, um, follow us on Instagram, follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes and all that. Mm -hmm. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks.